All right, guys, how's it going today, guys? Once again, I'm back here live in the studio. Another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. I don't know if y'all can hear the excitement in my voice or not, but I am excited, guys. This is the day I've been waiting for for a long, long time. The NBA season is back. I mean, what else can we say, guys? Today is October 16th. It is the first game of the NBA season. I'm, I can't even contain my excitement right now. I'm like a little kid on Christmas. I'm ready to go downstairs, open up my Xbox 360, my Batman action figure. I don't know what it is, guys, but I'm ready. So let's get down to it. I got a great show for y'all. You know, I, sp- I spent hours coming up with stuff for this. Some, some of my opinions on here, you might be like, all right, you need to chill out, man. Like, you're insane right here. But, you know, guys, I, I came up with these. These are my predictions for the season. I got them for the off season too, where free agents are going and everything. So this is one you might want to tune into all kinds of stuff coming. All right, guys, so I'm going to go ahead and get things started off here. Let's go through my award predictions here. I'll also give you all my finals champion and who I think is going to win finals MVP here at the end. I'll give you all a hint. Um, it, 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 it's pretty easy who's going to win the finals this year. I'm not even going to lie. Unless there's like three major injuries to this team, maybe it might even take four. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious. So start here. My, in, my MVP of the NBA this season, I am going with Russell Westbrook. So... A lot of y'all might be like, oh, how are you going to pick Westbrook? Like, this, that, and the other. Westbrook guy's still going to average triple-double. And y'all know my theory with Westbrook. I feel like it's like the Harden-Chris Paul thing. He works well with one other superstar, not with two. Melo clearly canceled that team. This roster got so much better. They added guys like Dennis Schroeder and Nerlens Noel to help make this team a lot, lot deeper than they were. I look for guys like Terrence Ferguson coming off the bench to kind of take a step in his development the right way. I mean, I really liked Ferguson coming out of college, so I don't see why I wouldn't still like him now. I love Patrick Patterson off the bench. They'll get Andre Roberson back at some point. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's very good. I'm not a fan of Roberson at all, but his defensive presence is something that has to be noted. I love the Thunders team. I love this lineup they have. I'm a big Steven Adams fan. Love how he protects the rim. Love Patrick Patterson in him there. I'm, I'm just a fan, guys, of what Oklahoma City guys going on here with this team. I picked him to finish second in the West. We'll talk about that later, but I really think this is Westbrook's year, guys. I just think this is his another MVP season for him. I think he puts the team on his back, helps make the Thunder go better and better. Obviously, since I'm all in on the Thunder, I'll go ahead and give you all who I think is to win Coach of the Year. It's Coach Billy Donovan. I think it's his time to win Coach of the Year. I just think this Thunder team is going to play great. I just think that this defense is going to be good. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I just think it's going to be a fun team to watch, and I think the Thunder are going to do lots of good stuff in the West. Looking at all the other MVP candidates, this is my reasoning here. First off, I can't pick Anthony Davis. I can't do it, guys. I just feel like this team got so much worse since losing DeMarcus Cousins, since losing Rondo. I mean, Alfred Payton is garbage, in my opinion. I think he's one of the most overrated, one of the most useless players in the NBA. He's okay at defense. He's okay at passing. He can't shoot to save his life. His hair gets in his eyes. I mean, he can't even see the court. Come on now, guys. I love you to death, Anthony Davis. I just don't think you got it this year. Giannis definitely has a good chance. I think whoever gets it, their team has to kind of finish with like a top five record in their, not in their conference, but in the league. I just don't know if the Bucs can get high enough up there. I really feel like the Raptors will finish third. I've got finishing second, the um, 76ers, and I've got the Celtics finishing it first. I'm, I think those teams have too many players on their teams that can win MVP. The reason why I can't pick Kawhi Leonard to win MVP is you can't pick a guy who comes to a team that won't have as good of a year. The Raptors had a hell of a season last year. They won 60 games. They're first place in the Eastern Conference. I just don't think the Raptors can repeat that. Now, if they're able to win more games than they did, by all means, I'll give Kawhi Leonard the award. I just don't see it happening. So it is what it is. 
right there, guys. Um, let's look at the rest of the field here. Kyrie Irving, too much going on with that team. He's going to get banged up a little bit too much. Joel Embiid, I think he misses too many games. We all know health's been a problem for him. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, I just feel like they split stats too much along with Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Too many good players on that team to take away from the stats. I just don't see him giving James Harden the award two years in a row. I mean, if they Rockets come out, and even if they were to get first place, I just don't really see it. I think LeBron here is the biggest threat to Westbrook for this MVP trophy. And I think, though, it depends on how the Lakers end up doing. If the Lakers, if you think the Lakers are going to finish top five in the conference, I don't. But if you do, then by all means, I'd say LeBron James, your MVP, he's got it in the bag. But I think it's going to be a fun race to watch. It comes down to which teams are going to win games. I don't think, I think the Bucs will be close. I just don't think they'll be right there. I feel the same way about the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans make the playoffs as their eight seed. I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, I just I just feel like that it's Westbrook's year, man. I think the Thunder team's going to be really, really good. I think they're going to have a top five record in the NBA. I think they're going to play really well this season. They're going to be competitive. They're going to have a great season. So I'm looking forward to watch how this race plays out. I mean, this is where the NBA loves to build all their drama. This is where they love to pull their storylines from. So lots of storylines will be coming in on this. this it's going to be a fun race to watch, guys. I know they're going to hype it up a lot between all these players. This is a player's league now instead of a scoring league. It's finally not about these power forwards. You get 10 rebounds and tackle five guys a game and throw eight punches. Like, nobody wants to watch that. We want to watch players with actual skill. It's a hand check league. It's refed a lot closer. We don't want to watch all that fighting and ridiculous. That's not basketball. This is basketball what we're watching now. I hate the old way they played the NBA. I mean, some people disagree with me. It's to be more physical. That's not basketball, dude. Basketball should be about skill. If you can't shoot a three-pointer, you don't deserve to be on the court. That's my opinion. There are a few players that can't shoot three-pointers. I still agree with having on the court, but very few. So I like the way it's going. My next award I have for y'all here is Rookie of the Year Award. I picked Colin Sexton to win Rookie of the Year Award. The odds on Westbrook, by the way, guys, are um, he's, he's sitting right now, I believe, at, let me get the odds for y'all, plus 1,500. So, I mean, there's great odds on Westbrook to win the MVP. I love those odds. If I were y'all, I would hit that. I already hit that and hit that once. So, like I said, next, I want to talk about Colin Sexton to win Rookie of the Year. I think this Cavs team will make the playoffs. I think they'll be a decent team. Colin Sexton already proved he can score the ball. He's a scorer in college. You watched him in Auburn where he ad, or against Auburn while he was at Alabama. Absolutely go off on them in the in the NCAA or the SEC tournament. I mean, this kid just proved that he's a pure bona fide scorer, and that's what I think he'll be able to do in the NBA. That's why I give him the head, the notch over all of these guys. So Luka Doncic, it probably to me, is his biggest competitor right now. He's at plus uh, 333, then plus 375 for Ayton, plus 500 for Sexton, Knox at plus 750, Bagley at uh, plus... Um, 11, 1100 and Trey Young's also tied with him and Wendell Carter all of them tied uh, I mean y'all know I would love to go Trey Young for this award but I can't like I said we'll watch Trey Young he'll have some nights where he hits where he hits that half court three like he did the other night where Trey Young just absolutely balls out of his mind and you're like geez this guy's gonna be our future then we'll also see some nights where he gets banged around and he scores 10 points and misses 15 shots and has six at five, six assists. Like Trey Young's going to be able to pass the ball regardless, guys. He's going to have to grow, put more meat and bo- meat on his body. But by his third, fourth year in the league, he'll be ready to make that jump to all-star superstar status. Just watch. Do not sleep on him. Marvin Bagley, I think he'll do great things on the Kings. I just don't think they'll be good enough. I feel like Sexton is going to help his team get to the playoffs. He's going to score the most points out of all these rookies. It's going to be between him and Donkic. Aiton, I think it would be average like 18 and 10. I think Celtic Sexton averages 
probably, I mean, not, sorry, not 18. I think that's where he'll be at his peak is 18 to 20 and 10. I think Aiden probably averages 15 this year as a rookie. I think Sexton will average 17, 19. I think he has, I think he'll be a lot like the Donovan Mitchell where he's just a straight up scorer, helps get his team in the playoffs. I think his Cavs team will be better than people think they are. I like a lot of the pieces that they have on this team. Luka Doncic will be great paired together with Dennis Smith Jr. He'll get a lot of assists. He'll prove that he's going to be a great pro. I think he's the biggest threat here. He'll have a lot of assists, points. I mean, we watched what he did. He's a great defender. This kid literally ran a league of men as an 18, 19-year-old. So to write him off here is ridiculous. I just think Sexton's going to help his team to the playoffs, and he's going to mean the most to his team this season. That's why I'm giving Sexton the award. I think it'll be a lot like Donovan Mitchell this season. I look for him to be my breakout rookie. I think he's a sleeper. So if I were y'all, I'd go ahead and throw down on Colin Sexton to get this award in the bag. My next one, defensive player, Anthony Davis. We know how versatile he is. He's one of the best shot-blocking, defensive rebounding big men in the NBA, especially when he gets that rebound. He goes coast-to-coast and dunks it. Anthony Davis is an unbelievable skill set. He's a freak of nature, a freak athlete. Like I've said, you have to be a freak to win the MVP. Westbrook is a freak. That's why I think he can win the MVP. He's probably the most athletic player in the league. Anthony Davis, I think he's going to block a lot of shots. I think he's going to play some great defense for this team. And I just think at the end of the day, they're going to end up giving him this this award. I feel like he's been close enough times that it's his time to get it. Kawhi's already gotten it. Draymond already got it. I feel like it's, you know, they'll like to move the awards around. That's one of the reasons why I think Harden can't win MVP. One of the reasons why I've said LeBron's gotten, has not been able to win the MVP is because he won in the past and they like to kind of share the wealth a little bit. So I looked for the wealth to be spread out here with this one. I got Anthony Davis for my defensive player of the year. Like I already said earlier, guys, coach of the year, Billy Donovan. I think he gets the Thunder to the second best seed in the West. So I think that alone is enough to propel him to being coach of the year. Um, my most improved player here, Miles Turner. I liked what I saw from him in the playoffs last year. I thought Miles Turner did a great job on the rebounds. I mean, like he got, he did such a good job getting those rebounds. He was dominating that game seven against the Cavs until they fouled him out off a foul that I was very pissed off about. I don't know if y'all remember, but I went in on that in the podcast. So Miles Turner only averaged 12.7 points per game, 6.4 rebounds, 1.8 blocks. He was injured a little bit. He only played in 65 games. So I look for Turner to play in the 70s in games this year. I think he can bump that up to 16 points per game. He can shoot the three ball. He's really versatile, guys. I think he can get around nine rebounds per game and he can get those blocks up in the twos. I just look for him to get better everywhere and just keep on, keep on, you know what I mean? Just keep on boosting your stats. That's what you got to do. I look for this to be his next year. I mean, this is going to be his fourth year in the league. He's had three years of experience. He's 22 years old. I think it's time for him to make the jump. I could potentially see him making an all-star team in, in a weaker Eastern Conference. I really think it could be one of those kind of years for Miles Turner. So I'm picking him as my most improved. I also think Jamal Murray is a great chance for this. The only thing that I think kind of deters me from picking Jamal Murray to win this award is the fact that Jamal Murray plays a alongside so many good players and the fact that when Isaiah Thomas comes back, he will split minutes with him. This Nuggets team's low-key stacked. I'll get into them later. I'm extremely high on them. Um, another player that me and my buddy talked about, we really thought that could possibly win this um, award of most improved player slash kind of be the Victor Oladipo type player is um, D'Angelo Russell of the Brooklyn Nets. You know, he kind of he's been moved around a little bit. He's been injured. He's been banged up. He hasn't quite played up to what people thought he would be. He's looked like he can get up to that potential level. He just hasn't quite been able to make the jump yet. So I look for D'Lo, D'Loading, whatever you want to call him, D-Russ. I think. I mean, last year he was banged up a lot, guys. Like, he only played 48 games last year. I look for him to play in a lot more games. He averaged, he's averaged 15.5 points per game. I look for him to bump that up closer to 20. 
And this is also his fourth year, same draft as Miles Turner. I look for him to get his assists up from 5.2 around the eights, 3.9 rebounds. I just look for him to improve and to get better this season. So look for D'Angelo Russell here, guys, to have a good chance at winning most improved as well. But at the end of the day, I got to go with Miles Turner here. I just feel like it's Miles Turner's year. Sixth man now. This award's kind of tough to pick. You don't really know what you're going to get out of everybody. I want Dennis Schroeder. I think he's the best sixth man in the league on the Thunder. I think he'll do a good job when Westbrook's out of the games, giving Westbrook some rest that he doesn't get. I mean, like I I say, guys, I'm kind of all in on the Thunder and all these picks. I was preaching it all season long. I think Westbrook can play together with one other star. So I'm going to put my theory to the test and go all in here on the Thunder. I'm going to pick West or Dennis Schrader here to win sixth man of the year. We kind of saw what he did with the Hawks as the sixth man. I look for him to emulate that again. My executive of the year, I have Rob Polinka for the Lakers. I really feel like that he, the Lakers are going to trade and acquire another superstar. I mean, he already brought in LeBron. He did all this stuff with the Lakers roster. So I think what he's already done with the roster gives him a really good chance. I mean, anytime you bring in LeBron James, anytime you bring the best player in the league to your team, you have a chance here to win executive of the year. And that's how I feel like it is with Polinka. So look for the Lakers, guys, to make a huge blockbuster trade. I'm going to tell you all what I think that blockbuster trade will be later. Some of you all might disagree with me. Some people hate me for it. I gotten a lot of you know stay tuned guys extremely hot takes are coming they're coming about very soon my last pick here is the Warriors I mean Warriors for the finals obvious what they have going for the three-peat I think Kevin Durant gets finals MVP I feel like it's this is the Warriors last run with Kevin Durant I'll tell y'all where I think he's going after this but I got Warriors to win the finals I mean they add DeMarcus Cousins anytime you add fifth all-star to a team and have a team that's that stacked up Y'all know how it is. It's just too much. I mean, I don't have to go into detail, details here. Y'all already know what's going on. So, all right, storylines to start the season. Here's some – actually, you know what? No, what? I'll save the storylines. I want to give you all my East and Western Conference standings, then I'll go into my storylines. So, at the end of the season, I think the Celtics have the best record in the East. I also took them over 60 games this season. I just don't see any way they don't reach that number. This, this Celtics team, guys, they've proved to be very, very good. I just I just feel like that Brad Stevens can do it with whatever. I think his system is a point guard heavy system. Obviously, Kyrie Irving doesn't really need one to boost him up, nor is a point guard. But look at what it did for Rozier. Look at it did for Isaiah Thomas. Look what it's done for all the other point guards that have played with Brad Stevens. So I really like the Celtics team. I think they're getting the one seed no matter what. I mean, this team's absolutely stacked. When you have Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Terry Rozier, Kyrie Irving. I mean, I'm not going to keep naming off every freaking player on their roster. We'd be here all day, but the Celtics are absolutely stacked. Number two, I have the 76ers. I think the Sixers build off the success they had last year. I think Ben Simmons' jump shot will get better, and he will continue to get better and better and better, and this team will keep getting better. I love their starting five, and we'll probably see it be Simmons, Redick, Saric, um, Robert Covington, I don't know why I was drawing a blank on his name for there for a second. Um, and Joel Embiid, they're going to have their sixth man is Markel Fultz. So look for Markel Fultz. He is not a bust, guys. Do not write him off. He finally got feeling back in his shoulder. I've been watching a little bit of preseason basketball. He's been stroking that three ball. So I love the 76ers team. I think it'll be a fun race to watch between them and the Celtics. I don't think they can get the Celtics, but... These two teams are stacked up and it'll be fun to watch. Coming in at number three, I have Toronto. Toronto, I mean, they add Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard to this team. Danny Green's probably one of the best 3 and D players. They lose DeRozan, a guy who's an empty stats guy. I think the Raptors have a very good roster. I mean, OG Anobi, a lot of people are high on him. I think he's, you know, he's got the frame. It'll be interesting to see like if, how that he grows into that. He's going to be coming in off the bench, so that's also going to be kind of interesting. 
But I really like this Raptors roster. I think Valanciunas is really soft, which I think is one thing that definitely holds this team back a little bit. I, he just looks soft. It's just so soft in the playoffs. Like he got dominated by that Cleveland team, a team he should have dominated. He's missing point blank rebounds. Serge Ibaka, a guy probably lied about his age. He was, he's probably in his 30s now. Says he's only 29. I mean, he literally was in his peak when he's like 24. So I think Serge, no, I'm not taking shots at you here, Serge. I think you might have lied about your age in there, my guy. But I like Serge Ibaka still in there at power forward. I think he can be decent. He did His numbers did get better when he was with the Magic and when he was with the uh, Raptors when he got traded there. Obviously, his numbers weren't as good last year, but... I think Serge can play a little bit. Kyle Lowry, obviously still an all-star kid from Villanova. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, not much more needs to get say about them. Greg Monroe will be a decent big man to bring off the bench for him. Norman Powell, CJ Miles, great, great role players. Fred Van Vliet, great backup point guard. This is a really complete team here for Toronto. I mean, I think they could be possibly end up higher than, than the three seed in the wet in the East, but it's going to be fun to watch play out. Next, I have the Bucks. The Bucks are going to be interesting, guys. I love how they added Coach Budenholzer. I think the one thing that holds them back this season is the fact that they still have Eric Bledsoe. You can't have Giannis and Bledsoe on the floor at the same time as neither of them are a threat for three. Now, if I'm wrong and Giannis, Giannis isn't terrible at shooting the three ball, but if Giannis's three point ball gets up there to where that like he's hitting three or four of these a game and shooting a good percentage, like whoo, whoo, watch out for Milwaukee guys. Giannis could, could win MVP. He's going to be up there as one of the biggest challengers. I mean, when you have a kid that's that good, it's going to be crazy. They add Brooke Lopez to this roster. I love the Bucks. I think they're stacked up. I think they'll be the four seed. And, you know, I think they'll play the Celtics close again in the next round like they did last year in the first round. So it's going to be fun to watch this Milwaukee team. I love the potential of this young team. It's going to be fun to see if they can finally cash in with better coaching this year. Number five of the Indiana Pacers. I love the Pacers as well. Victor Oladipo, excellent player. I mean, he came out of nowhere last year. He's a d- very dark horse MVP candidate. I would say him and Donovan Mitchell, both very, very, very dark horse MVP candidates for me. It's worth throwing like a 10 spot on because you win 350 if you throw 10 on them. So I think that's worth a little bit of value there. Um, like I said, Miles Turner will probably be the most improved. Thaddeus Young, great, great guy to stretch the floor with. Great energy player. I think Thaddeus, I just love the way he runs up and down the floor and does all the dirty work for them. Um, Sabonis, we saw what he did in the playoffs getting better and better. 6'11 guy can stretch the floor with his three-point ball. Love him in there. I mean, the Pacers can play some funky lineups. They can go really big on you, which is going to be interesting. I want to see how Aaron Holiday, their rookie point guard from UCLA, fits in with this team. They add Tyreek Evans, another guy who's who's lengthy. He can he can kind of spread the floor a little bit. He's been really well. He can play a little point guard for you, Darren Collison. Same thing. Bodan Bodanovich. Gotta love Bodanovich. I mean, this Pacers team is stacked with lots of good players. Kylo Quinn, Doug McDermott. I mean, TJ Leaf. TJ Leaf, a good young potential. But I mean, I really, really like this Pacers roster. These this East, I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. The Eastern Conference doesn't stack up with the West, but these are five solid teams right here, I really think. Now, at six, I have the Wizards. I almost want to put the Cavs here. The Wizards, I think that they're going to end up trading away John Wall. That's one of my hot takes is John Wall will be on the move this season. I feel like they might fall apart a little bit. Otto Porter Jr., we saw how efficient he was last year. They add Dwight Howard. 
The Wizards will have a good team. I think they definitely make the playoffs. Brad Beal obviously stepped his game up to the next level. So, I mean, the Wizards are definitely in the playoffs now. If they go deep, I don't think they really do any damage in the playoffs, but I think they get here. Cleveland adding Colin Sexton, losing LeBron. They still have Kevin Love. They still have lots of these other guys like George Hill, Rodney Hood. Um, I mean, they, they still have so many of these players back. They got Sam Decker in that trade. Uh, Kyle Korver's still here. They've re-signed Larry Nance Jr. to a longer, or they extended him to a longer deal. They're stuck still with J.R. Smith. I still think this roster with um, Tristan Thompson, all these guys can get back to the playoffs once again. I think these two teams, you're kind of interchangeable here at six and seven. My last team I have in the playoffs is the Bulls. They add Jabari Parker. They re-sign Zach Levine, match that offer sheet that Sacramento offered him. Um, I think the Bulls can get can get it here in the playoffs. It's going to be close to kind of see. I mean, there's teams like the Pistons people kind of like. I just don't think the Pistons can do it. Charlotte has a decent little roster. Miami has a good roster. It's going to be weird to see how they battle out, but I think the Bulls are good enough that they can kind of get in. Bobby Portis, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Dunn, all these guys. I really like the roster they have. I think that, especially adding Wendell Carter Jr., I think he'll be an immediate impact player. Laurie Marketing, when he gets back from injury, I think he's going to have a really, really good season solid player for this Bulls team I love what the kind of roster the Bulls have this is my Eastern Conference um, final standings who all is going to make the playoffs I'm picking the Celtics to come out of here and to lose to the Warriors in six games in the finals so speaking of that, my West standings, I have the Warriors at one. I mean, adding to Marcus Cousins, come on now. I'm not even going to go into details, guys. We'll, 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 I'll get into details here. Two through eight. Two through eight is all up for grabs. The West is stacked. I think they have... Shoot, I mean, they probably have 10 to 12 teams that could make the playoffs. Don't sleep on the Suns and Mavs. I mean, Devin Booker's handle set the set the Suns back a good bit of games, but I wouldn't sleep on them. I really like the roster that they have, especially the fact that they, they already have T.J. Warren, a guy who averaged 19 points per game last year. Don't forget about the fact they add Jamal Crawford and they gave Ariza that one-year deal. They trade and get Ryan Anderson. They get DeAndre Ayton, Dragon Bender, a guy who I think could make a jump here and possibly be in potential here for the most improved player. Mikel Bridges love his wingspan, his 3 and D potential and ability. It's a guy I said could potentially be like Kawhi Leonard. I loved him coming out of college. I think he could be an all-star. I'm interested to see what he does. Still have Tyson Chandler, Josh Jackson, their first-round pick last year. D'Anthony Melton, another guy I like. I mean, like I said, guys, TJ Warren, this team's low-key stat, guys. Do not sleep on the Phoenix Suns here. Dallas Mavericks got a nice little tandem between... Luka Doncic and Dennis Smith Jr. I also love a lot of the other players they have in this roster, like Harrison Martin and stuff. I think they'll be on the cusp, but it's not quite their year just yet. Um, my number two seed, like I said earlier, guys, the Thunder. I think Westbrook will play really, really well. I think they finally have good role players. I think Paul George and him fit well together. I think Westbrook, I think Paul George is a beta and Russell Westbrook's an alpha. Him and Durant were both alphas. That's why they didn't play well together. So I think they play nicely together. I think they complement each other well. And I'm looking for the Thunder. Do lots of damage here in the West. I have the Rockets at three. Yes, I do think Melo will be a cancer to this team. I don't think they'll be as good. I felt like last year was their year. I think they miss a lot with the three and D guys with Ariza. And um, Luke Rashad and Mute both leaving them. But at the same time, guys, I really think that James Ennis is a good little 3 and D player. They added their team. I think he has a lot of potential. 
He was a guy I predicted would sign with them in the offseason who ended up signing here. I mean, they brought back Gerald Green. They still have Eric Gordon. I like this Rocker, this Rockets roster. I mean, they got Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight in the trade. Lots of good players here. I mean, Nene, P.J. Tucker. I could just keep naming players off. They're three D players and everything. I just I just can't pick them to go to be as well as it. I hope, guys, I want – you know, all know how I feel about James Harden. That's my favorite player, the baddest man in the league, but – I just can't put them in, back up there. I just feel like Melo's going to hurt this team one way or another. Now, the Rockets get everything to work. They are the scariest team in the Western Conference, no doubt about it. Houston, I'm praying y'all get everything to work out. I would love to see you guys give the Warriors a run for their money where Chris Paul doesn't get hurt this time. I also think Chris Paul will deal with some injuries. He's dealt with injuries in the past, missed lots of games last year. He's only getting older now. As Chris Paul sits here, he is 33 years old. I mean, coming off a season last year, like I said, where he missed 58 games he gets hurt in the playoffs I just feel like it's going to be more of the same with the Rockets. They'll be right there on the cusp. They'll they'll be one of the last four teams left in the playoffs. Could get to the conference finals. I just don't know if you can get it done. Houston, I look for Houston. Houston, no matter what, guys, will be there one through four. I mean, it's, it's no brainer that Houston's going to be one for, through four. So I've got Houston in here right now at three seed. So we'll see what happens here. Number four on Utah. Extremely well-coached team. They added Grayson Allen, who I personally think is a little bit overrated just because he played at Duke, and everybody knows who he is. They're like, oh, he's the steal of the draft. But sorry, guys. He's really not the steal of the draft. Um, I, I like this Utah team. I think Donovan Mitchell will take another step towards being a star. I think they play really well together. This team is really hard to beat at home. They're really, really, really well-coached. They've got lots of good players in this roster. Derek Favors, Gobert. Gobert, one of the best defensive players in the league. Uh, Cephalosha, Ricky Rubio, Royce O'Neal. I mean, it seems like they get production out of everybody. Joe, whether it's even Joe Ingles, Dante, Dante Exum. He played a decent. Jay, Jay Crowder. They're just so well coached. This is one of the most... I just love this Utah team. I mean, I feel like that they don't have the star power a lot of these other teams do. I have them in here at four. I almost put the Nuggets in front of them. It was tough, but... I had to go with them now. The Nuggets, guys. This team is low-key stacked. You are absolutely sleeping on the Denver Nuggets right now. They're so stacked. They got rid of Kenneth Farid in his fat contract. I mean, if you look down this roster, Will Barton. He's a guy who can. He's a great guy to put the ball in the basket. Malik Beasley, still a young player with tons of talent. I mean, Torrey Craig played big minutes for them. Great effort player. Gary Harris, probably one of the best six men in the league. Could win six man of the year. Um... Nikola Jokic, I mean, he's an all-star, superstar, guys. He's probably one of the best. He's probably one of the best 15 players in the league. He impacts the games in so many ways. He's kind of like next Tim Duncan with the way he impacts the game. Trey Lyles, great effort player, just great energy player. I think Trey Lyles does lots of good things for them. Young players still developing. Only going to keep getting better. Paul Millsap, y'all know how I feel about Paul Millsap, one of the most underrated players in the league. He's definitely old. I think if he can stay healthy, he will be a huge piece for this team. Jamal Murray, like I said earlier, can break out big this season. Then they got Plumlee, Michael Porter Jr. It'll be interesting to see if we get anything from him. I'll, I hope we see Michael Porter Jr. this season, guys. I mean, as of right now, he's out with that back. He won't be available for Wednesday's game. It's going to be interesting to see when he's ready to go and see what they can get from him. I mean, if he put, gives him production, like... Woohoo! This Nuggets team is going to be nice. And then Isaiah Thomas, y'all know how much I love Isaiah Thomas. Count him out, guys. Count him out. He'll miss some games, but when he gets in there as the sixth man, I guarantee you he'll be starting at some point in time. This Nuggets team, guys, is going to be really, really good. I could see them finishing top four in the West. Like, do not write them all off at five. And you're just now you're sitting here, guys. You're like, so Thomas, where's the Lakers at? Like, how do you not have the Lakers in here yet? Well, guys. 
got the Lakers right here for y'all. Coming in at the number six seed. Now, y'all, a lot of y'all disagree with me. I think it'll take the Lakers some time to figure things out. I really don't think their roster is as good as some of these other teams are. Like, they have so many point guards on this team. They do have have a good abundance of players, but I think you need a second superstar to really compete in the West. You do have LeBron James, but he can only do so much for you. I think it'll take the Lakers a little bit of time to gel, but once they get everything gelled together, they will be good to go. I still have the Lakers finishing in in the playoffs, I really do think it's either going to be them or Houston versus Golden State. Yes, I took the Thunder to be so good, but I think the Thunder crumble in the playoffs to teams like Houston and Golden State. And I think, I mean, to teams like Houston, Golden State, and L.A., I think all those teams have the upper hand on them when it comes time for the playoffs. We saw even how different of a player LeBron was in the playoffs last season. I think it'll be more of the same thing. He'll struggle throughout the regular season, but in the playoffs, they will have everything together and ready to roll. Maya, I also look for Brandon Ingram to take his game to the next level. I really think this will be his year to step up and to step into big things. I have a couple hot takes for players that I think will finish the season with the Lakers that is coming up very, very, very soon after I finish out with my Western Conference stand. Standings. Then I'll do my storylines after that. I feel like we need to get the. No, I just. I, I'm. I'll do, oh, all right. I need to keep going. All right. Number seven here is the Spurs, guys. The Spurs. I have them coming in here, adding DeMar Rose an empty stats guy. I think Pop finds a way to make him a little bit more productive. Obviously, they've had a lot of injuries. I think they're better off with Patty Mills. I never liked Dante Murray or any of these other guys. Derek White. Never really been very high on any of these guys. So. I don't think they're really missing anybody that big. They still have Paul Gasol, Marco Bellinelli, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, Rudy Gay. I mean, they still have the players to get it done, guys. Greg Popovich can really get it done with anything as long as he has a decent core. And y'all forget, I mean, they didn't have Kawhi Leonard all last year, so they pretty much had the same roster without Kawhi Leonard. Now you add, give them DeMar DeRozan, a better player. I don't see how they don't make it here. Number eight. I have the Pelicans. Yes, I have the Pelicans. Like I said earlier, guys, I absolutely hate Alfred Payton. He can't even see with his freaking hair. Like, dude, get a fr- I will get, I'll pay for you to get a haircut, Alfred Payton, if you'll get one. Like, I will actually pay for you to get one. That looks awful, dude. It looks like you have a dead raccoon on your head. But Julius Randle, I think, was a really, really, really low-key pickup. I think they'll do a good job of switching in and out between him and Nikola Miritich. Miritich can pop out and shoot that three-point ball. They add Jaleel Okafor as well, a pretty good player in there. They traded for Wesley Johnson yesterday. Got guys like Frank Jackson, Drew Holiday. I just think they Latin. They're missing Rondo a lot. I felt like his defense really, really, really helped them out. So... I like this team, honestly. I really like everything that they have. I think they can slip in here with the playoffs with Anthony Davis. I just don't think they can really get any higher than the eight seed. It's going to be tough. I picked the Timberwolves not to make the playoffs. Hot take right here. This is one of my hot takes. Timberwolves fall apart, miss the playoffs. Jimmy Butler gets, I don't know if he gets traded or not, but I just feel like this team has too many internal problems and they will miss the playoffs because of it. I mean, they barely even made it last year with Butler. Who's to say they can get any higher than the eight seed anyway? And then... Y'all know how much I love Damian Lillard. This pains me to say I love him and CJ a lot. I do have one scenario where they can get in the playoffs. That's if they trade for Marcus Gasol, but I can't pick based off the speculation of who I think will get traded where. Because, I mean, that's all speculation. Based off their roster right now, I think they get left out of the playoffs. I mean, they had their best season they've ever had with these guys, and they got swept in the first round by this Pelicans team. So... I'm sorry, Portland. It pains me to say it. I love you to death, Damian. You know I do. You and CJ both, the Sauce Brothers, is me and uh, Kuhn, who will definitely be back on doing NBA podcasts with me, one of my favorite people to NBA podcast with. But sorry, guys. I don't have you all in the playoffs this year. I feel like both these teams barely missed it. It'll be decided by two or three games. But too many locker room problems for the Wolves, and the Blazers just missing one or two more players. But I think they can go out and get them and still get into the playoffs. But as of right now, I have them out. 
All right, guys, let's go ahead here and let's let's do it. Three absurd predictions right here. Here's my first absurd prediction for this year, which you all might think is very absurd. So I have Damian Lillard and John Wall both getting traded. One of the two getting traded to the Lakers. Um, Damian Lillard, I only see him getting traded to the Lakers, and that is if the Lakers are willing to part ways with Brandon Ingram or Kuzma. I don't know if they will be. I think the trade has to be Lonzo Ball, either Kuzma or Ingram, and possibly Josh Hart for Damian Lillard. If you look at it, guys, that's the best return you're going to get for Damian Lillard. I mean, if I look all across the league, if you want anything like draft picks, I don't see any of these teams with high up draft picks trading it for Damian Lillard just because like they're in such rebuild mode. You can't give all that up for Lillard. Lillard still has years left on his deal. He could emulate Kyrie Irving a lot with how he's that go to scorer. So I definitely think that everything can work out here with Damian Lillard for their team. So. I would do it honestly if I'm if I'm the Blazers. You got to split up Lord and McCollum. Like I said earlier, that's the best season you're going to have with those guys, and you got swept. Like you can't do any better than that. I've got to split them up. I'm sorry, I have to. But I feel like that's the best return you can get. You get two young guys with all star potential. So. I would do the deal if I'm them, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, Damian Lillard, that's really the only way I see him getting traded is if it's for something like that. I just don't see any other team really having the pieces to pry him away from them. It'll be weird to see if another team does come calling and has what they need for it. But as of right now, that's really the only logical spot I see. John Wall, I really feel like, like I said earlier, guys, the Wizards could implode and miss the playoffs. This team's got a lot of question marks. John Wall is banged up last year, didn't play very well, had some locker room issues. I could see the Wizards saying it's time to move on, moving on from John Wall, trading him out to L.A. to play with LeBron. Um, John Wall is signed with Rich Paul at Clutch Sports. That is the same agency agent that LeBron uses. So it makes a lot of sense to me, guys. I could see John Wall out there in L.A. What I'm going to add to this absurd prediction is... Kevin Durant joins the Lakers with LeBron and and whichever one of these players they trade for in the offseason. I mean, guys, the Lakers are going to have to go out and get somebody. I think Kawhi Leonard's staying put in Toronto. I think he'll like it up there. I think they'll mesh well together, and I think he'll stay put up there in Toronto with everything they have in the culture up there. I could see Toronto trading for Jimmy Butler as well. That's something I'll get into here in a second. Um... I really could just see Kevin Durant coming here, guys. Now, a lot of people hate me for it. They're like, oh, he's not going to go join up with a team where that it's kind of like the same thing as joining the Warriors where he's just joining the next best team. I'm not saying he signs here long term. I'm saying for one year, I could see Kevin Durant being like, all right, LeBron. I could see LeBron being like, all right, look, I want a shot to talk to Kevin Durant. I mean, if LeBron James sits me down and I'm the second best player in the league in a meeting and is like, dude, look, I know you want to go out and prove your legacy and all. Come play with me for one year. Let's win one title in LA. They'll give you your fourth ring. Go get the rest on your own. But like, like, dude, let's do, I mean, are you going to say no to LeBron? Tell me that. Would you say no to LeBron? No. I would go do it for one year, go play with LeBron. That's what I think is going to happen. That's 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 just an absurd prediction. My next, my prediction of my next Lakers lineup by next season will be Damian Lillard, LeBron. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Kevin Durant, Kyle Kuzma, JaVale McGee. I mean, call me crazy. I might be crazy. I I, I might be crazy. This might be a little absurd, but I like it. I think it happened. That's why these are my absurd predictions. My next three players, I think, all get moved is Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, Hassan Whiteside. I think one of Marcus Gasol or Hassan Whiteside will take the trip out. Like I said, guys, they will take the trip out to Portland and go play with the Blazers. One of these two guys, I could see them getting moved to Portland to help this team try to make a playoff push, which I think puts them back in the playoffs if they are able to. 
Also think the Pelicans might need to. I could also I could see one of the Gasol or Whiteside going to the Spurs too. Don't rule that out either here, guys. And then Mike Conley Jr. could also see him getting traded. I think this team, Grizzlies team, I think they'll part ways with both Conley and Gasol because they need to tank it out. They have to get, they need to finish in the in the bottom eight so they don't have to give up their picks. So I could really see this happening. Um, my last absurd prediction is the Celtics won't want Kyrie Irving back, guys. Kyrie Irving, yes, Kyrie Irving is low key injury prone. Most people hate me for saying. This, but it's true, guys. I know I've said this a lot that most people hate me for saying this, but NBA is my favorite sport, guys. This is what I'm passionate about. I'm beyond passionate about the NBA. I've put lots of time and effort into all these predictions. I'm not just saying things to try to get attention or to be or to be whatever. Just be like, oh yeah, I predicted that. You know what I mean? Because people always want that or they want to say absurd things. I really do think this could happen. I mean, he played 51 games his rookie year, 59 games second year, 71, 75, then back to 53, 72, and 60. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's missing over 10 games every single one of these years except for the 14-15 year in Cleveland and I mean he missed the the finals because he got hurt with Cleveland as well so I mean, Kyrie's kind of injury prone here. I think the Celtics have other guys they'd rather trade. I personally think the Celtics should get rid of Gordon Hayward, if anything, and pay Kyrie. But let's say they don't. I mean, they're still going to need a big man. Al Horford's contract's up at the end of the year. Uh, they have Jalen Brown. They have they have Jason Tatum. They have Terry Rozier, a guy they really like and a guy they think they can get it done with. So I personally think they're going to say, look, Kyrie, we don't need you. And they're going to move on from Kyrie and let him walk. He goes and joins the Knicks. He brings Jimmy Butler along with him. I could also see, the, see them possibly swapping Gordon Hayward for Jimmy Butler, which would be interesting too. See both of them depart, but I mean, they get the Kings top one protected pick and I don't think the Kings will get the number one overall pick. I think the Hawks are getting the number one overall pick, but we'll see what happens here, guys. That's the last for my absurd predictions. Now let's look here just kind of at storylines. Will the Lakers, will LeBron, will we start first finals in nine years without LeBron James? I say yes to this. I don't think the Lakers have the firepower to get, get, get by guys. I'm sorry, but looking roster wise, I think they probably have the fourth or fifth best roster in the West. I think that with LeBron and the players they have and how good LeBron is and makes people around him, I think they can still get to the conference finals, but nobody's beating the Warriors, guys. They added a fifth all-star. Like, come on, don't be stupid, guys. Nobody is beating the Golden State Warriors. I don't, unless Steph Curry and KD both get hurt, that's the only way I see it happening. Even if one of them got hurt, I still don't really see it happening. Uh, My next storyline here is, where will the Timberwolves trade Jimmy Butler? I think the Celtics makes the most sense to where they get the best return. I think there's lots of teams that could end up trading for him here. I don't think Miami's one. You're not getting anything good in return from Miami. I mean, maybe Memphis. Maybe they want a guy like Marcus Soler or Mike Conley. I doubt it, though, because they have Jeff Teague and Cat, and I think they're better off playing Cat at their center with how the NBA works now. But, I mean, Jimmy Butler's got to go, guys. I mean, he's clearly been a locker room cancer to them. I mean, Jimmy Butler, yeah, Jimmy, you're good and all, but... Jimmy, Jimmy, I just can't say, though, dude, that you have the right to act like this, man. I mean, you really haven't won that much in the NBA. So it's going to be interesting to see what team ends up trading for him. Uh, It'd be interesting to see, I mean, if Philly goes out and gets him, there's lots of teams that could go out and get him. So where where do I think he's going to go? Mm, I'm probably, I would say either Boston, Philly. It's going to be somewhere in the East. Boston, Philly, or possibly, 
possibly the Bucks. I would love to see him go to the Bucks or the Pacers, somebody like that. Maybe even the Wizards. I mean, maybe we could see the Wizards swap John Wall for him. Or, I mean, I just wish he had more years on his deal so the Blazers could go out and get him. That'd be his best fit. So it'll be weird to see here, guys, to see what happens with Jimmy Butler. The race for the MVP, guys, will be a huge storyline like I got into earlier. That'll be one the NBA is going to be all over this season. So I look for that one. They'll all, everyone's going to be all over how Kawhi bounces back from this injury. That'll be an interesting one to see. It'll be weird. The race for two through eight in the West will be interesting. Even let's say that the Warriors don't get the one seed. They're going to be one tier or three regardless, guys. I think they'll be the one seed for sure. But that'll be interesting. And the last big storyline will be the tank race. And my tank race, I think the worst teams in order to go Hawks, Magic, Knicks, Kings, Grizzlies, Hornets, if Kimba goes, I actually think Kimba might stay. In resign though, and the Clippers. The Clippers will be really, really bad. I would honestly even put the Clippers above the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies, like I said, guys, they're going to unload all these players because they don't want to risk losing that draft pick to Boston. They're going to try to be as bad as possible. So the tank race will be a huge storyline, guys, but... Overall, I mean, I'm excited for this NBA season, guys. I love the NBA. It's my favorite sport. Lots of big things are coming in this league here soon. I will have people on to debate stuff with me. I just kind of wanted to give you all my thoughts, let you all in my head, let you all think I know what I'm thinking a little bit real quick. Right before I walk away from this podcast and end things, I've got one last thing for you all. I'm not going to go into great detail here. Just kind of, I don't, I don't want to make you all sit here and listen to me for hours on end. I know you all don't want to listen to me for that long as much as I would love you all to. So last, my free agent destination, unrestricted free agents only restricted free agents are weird uh, I have Kevin Durant going to the Lakers I say Kawhi stays in Toronto Kyrie to the Knicks Jimmy Butler to the Knicks Clay Thompson Boogie Cousins both stay in Golden State Kimba Walker stays in Charlotte Al Horford goes to the Wizards Chris Middleton gets a max deal from the Bucks. Rozier and Isaiah Thomas in Boston that's right guys I said Isaiah Thomas back in Boston I think they split that Kyrie money between the two of them gonna be interesting to see what happens guys so Keep tuning into these podcasts. Tweet at me. Tell me I'm an idiot. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me none of these things are going to happen. Tell me you love them. Give me your thoughts, guys. I want to hear what y'all think about these hot takes. I'm getting pretty bold these days with these hot takes on the NBA season. I mean, this is my sport. I feel like I just love the NBA, guys. So tweet at me. Let me know. Let me know if I'm crazy or if I'm actually on to something here. I appreciate y'all tuning in once again. Interact with me on Twitter at Hot Takes with TV3. I'll be tweeting y'all everything. I'll be tweeting a lot of this stuff out. So tune in, guys. Get ready.